The Gratitude Podcast, episode 65. But the challenge that we have as a society is we look at gratitude as something that we should do after the fact. Like thank somebody for a card, you know, with a card for a gift they gave us. Spend a day eating turkey and talking about what you're grateful for. Uh, we look at it as an after effect or a, as a afterthought. Whereas I think that gratitude should be the preamble, the foreword. It should precede everything you're doing and everything you're producing and everything you are pursuing. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with us, we have an amazing human being that has inspired me in so many ways, so many times in my life. His name is Sean Stevenson. When he was born, doctors predicted he would only survive 24 hours because of a rare bone disorder that stunted his growth and caused his bones to be extremely fragile. But this amazing human being got to, to do so much more than just live the 24 hours. He actually got to meet and work with President Clinton uh, to inspire people like Sir, Sir Richard Branson, to speak with uh, people like uh, His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, with Oprah, with many amazing people and had a huge impact in the world. And I'm really honored to have this occasion to bring him in front of you and to, to ask him a few questions and hopefully to get inspired by his amazing wisdom and his huge heart. Like he, what I love most about him that he has such a big heart and you can totally feel his authenticity and his, his beautiful soul. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation, Sean, and welcome wow. to the Gratitude Podcast. My pleasure, and thank you so much for the kind words and, you know, wisdom that you mentioned that comes out of me. It's, it's not from me. It's, it's so much bigger than me, and it's through me, and we all have access to that same level of wisdom when we, when we quiet our ego, when we take care of our health when we count our blessings, which you call gratitude here. And today, let's, uh, let's hope that I, I did the, uh, the work before I got on here to get out of my own way to uh, hopefully channel some of that stuff that you're looking for. That's perfect. Thank you so much for doing this. So uh, the first thing that I would like to, to ask you is, what does gratitude mean for you? Mm. For me, gratitude is a way of bettering yourself. And uh, when you come from a place of gratitude, your focus is different than when you are in a place of envy or complaining. Um, and when you come from gratitude, it doesn't matter what's happening to you, uh, what's been taken from you, 
what's been given to you, what you're experiencing. When you're in a space of gratitude, you know that life is happening for you and not to you. Um, there's the, this quote that I heard once that really fundamentally changed me. And I reference it almost on a daily basis inside my heart. And that is, whatever happens to you was the best thing to happen to you. And that is gratitude turned all the way up to a 10 out of 10. And when you come from that place, even when things hurt and they're uncomfortable or confusing or feel unfair, when you come from a place of gratitude, it wipes that from your space. Uh, Gratitude is the ultimate equalizer. And when you are in a space of gratitude, you know there is no unfairness, that everything is unfolding as it should. But the challenge that we have as a society is we look at gratitude as something that we should do after the fact. Like thank somebody for a card, you know, with a card for a gift they gave us. Uh, Spend a day eating turkey and talking about what you're grateful for. Uh, We look at it as an after effect or as a afterthought. Whereas I think that gratitude should be the preamble, the foreword, it should precede everything you're doing and everything you're producing and everything you are uh, pursuing. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. I totally agree with you. And I also think, and this is one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast to turn gratitude into a habit, into a way of living. Because in my own experience, when even when things went great on the exterior, if I wasn't able to feel grateful, to enjoy them, they didn't matter that much. And uh, the fact that I'm able to, to tune in to gratitude all the time and I can choose my happiness somehow, that's an amazing power and it's something very beautiful that we all have all the time with us, right? Yeah, you can't be in a space of disappointment and gratitude at the same time. Exactly, exactly. And I love that you that you mentioned something, uh, in, not just now, but also in your talks about fairness and that we sometimes feel that life is not fair with us or, or things like these. And um, I, I think it's, it's really beautiful how you put it because m- many times when we're not grateful, we're not grateful because we, we think it's not fair that uh, we, we compare with, uh, with other people. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, so compare leads to despair. There's two ways to compare yourself. Uh, you can compare like you're better than somebody, which creates a superiority complex, which, which really bloats the ego. Or you can compare like you're not as good as somebody, and then you develop an inferiority complex, which then shrinks your heart and makes you feel less worthy of success and happiness and prosperity. You are not better. You are not worse than any human being. I have intentionally put myself in scenarios uh, where people had way more money than me, and I saw what came up within me, and and uh, made peace with the fact that there will always be people that have more than me. 
And then I have intentionally gone out to places in the world where people have far less money than me, far less uh, resources than me, and saw what came up with inside of me and cleared anything that made me feel like I was better than them, which is not true. Uh, and it's it's a difficult thing as a human being because I believe the ego is always trying to figure out the pecking order. It's always trying to figure out who am I better than, who's better than me. And, and that is a game that you lose when you play. And that's the game of comparison. I think if you're going to compare yourself to anything, if you want to do that, compare how far you've come. You know, compare yourself to where you've been and what you've done and, and use it as an inspiration to encourage yourself. If you're going to compete with yourself, that might be the only competitor that I recommend because uh, even underneath that, don't compete with your heart. Uh, compete with your doubts. So every morning when you get up, figure out what your doubts are and then go compete with those doubts. Go prove those doubts wrong because you're going to have a life that you look back on and you're going to be proud of the fact that you didn't benchmark yourself according to other people's success. You benchmarked yourself according to your, your full and true potential. This is awesome. I love it. I love it. And it's a never-ending cycle. When you compare yourself with others, you can never, ever have enough. Like, you can never, even if you have a plane, someone has a rocket. If you have a rocket, someone has two rockets. Or I don't know, I'm exaggerating, but I think it's it's something that we can't win, actually. And I wonder, I I was reading in a magazine recently that uh, the, the creator and founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, uh, surpassed Bill Gates in his personal wealth. Wow. And I wonder if Bill Gates secretly wonders, uh, how did he do that? You know, I was supposed to be the richest man in the world forever. And, uh, or if he was kind of excited because he finally had a competitor that, that was able to surpass him. These are little silly things that the mind wants. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from calorie-smart, keto, protein plus, to vegan and veggie, and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, Discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Exactly, exactly. And for instance, he right now he could feel depressed because uh, there is someone else that's, that has... One other human, Exactly, exactly. And it's the same in our life. These exaggerations help us see the, the, the wider picture. 
but it's the same in our life with the, the little things that we that we compare. But I'm really curious um, what you do when it's hard to be grateful, when life isn't that great, when gratitude isn't the first thing that comes to mind. Mm, yeah. So gratitude is usually the last thing to come to mind when you're in pain. <laughs> And mental, physical, spiritual, financial, emotional, whatever it may be. When we're in pain, it's... It, It takes a lot of strength to muster up the focus to gratitude. I will give you that. Um, so I have a, a three-part formula that might answer this question and all the others. I don't know. Um, but the three-part formula, I call it my unstoppable formula. And this is what I do when it's hard for me to be grateful. Um, the first part is impeccable self-care that when you take great care of your mind, your body, your spirit, you do things like journaling and exercising and making sure you're eating and, um, you know, taking care of your physical well-being. Um, when you do impeccable self-care, that really keeps your insecurities to a minimum. Uh, when you connect and align with your purpose, uh, you protect yourself. When you are connected to your purpose, you have propulsion to move you forward on the days that you want to quit. And the last thing is make sure that you put yourself in empowering environments. Because when you're in the environment, you become the environment. And the people you surround yourself with are the people you become like. And so this is why I'm constantly cultivating and curating and pruning the garden that is my uh, external environment, the people I hang out with, the places I visit, uh, the, the things I expose myself to even. And whenever I'm having a tough time being grateful or feeling that gratitude that you're speaking of, it may be because I let somebody slip into my environment that is very ungrateful. It may be because... I've lost sight of my purpose. And it may be because I'm just not taking good care of myself. It's going to be one of those three things that I can trace back to why I'm not in a, sta a space of gratitude. This is, this is amazing. This is very useful. And I love the fact that it's one, two, three. You, you can uh, choose. I know you have also um, like 16 things that you, that you also do. Yeah, that you also choose from. And uh, it's one of the things that our listeners can get out of uh, this podcast, the fact that they listen to different possibilities of what they could do when, when things get harder and when it, it's harder to get back into the grateful state. Um, but I'm also curious if you want to share with us um, the moment when you experience gratitude for, for the first time, like when you discovered gratitude not just the word gratitude that you might have heard uh, about before but actually feeling it actually experiencing it for yourself mm. well i probably experienced it multiple times before i knew what it was um you know there was so many times in my life where something would happen and then there would be a miraculous turnaround and I would be bathed with that feeling that you and I are speaking of called gratitude. But it really wasn't until 
I started to surround myself with spiritual teachers, uh, my wife being one of them, people who are very open to uh, the big picture of why are we on this planet. Um, and she, as well as other people that I really look up to and enjoy the company of, have taught me the concept of how you have to be strategic in your thinking and you have to put your focus on your gratitudes because the mind, when uh, left to its own devices, will just seek gratification. It will just seek the validation of things like um, how many people follow you on Facebook and how much money is in your bank account and all those other gratifiers. But by having amazing people around me to remind me of these uh, incredible concepts, you know, one of the things that Mindy has taught me is you need to trust the process, which is the ultimate form of gratitude. It's exactly. like, know that you are exactly where you should be in this moment in your life. Definitely. And I love that you, that you mentioned this because many of us think that we will become grateful when we will get to a certain point, when we will uh, get to a certain type of success. Nope, not at all. In fact, if if we look at gratitude and we look at another aspect of maybe gratitude in motion, which is kind of like contribution, um, you're not going to give when you have millions of dollars if you didn't give when you had hundreds of dollars. You're not going to feel gratitude at millions of dollars if you didn't feel gratitude at hundreds of dollars unless some divine intervention strikes you and you go through massive pain And then you hear the voice within and you turn the ship around. But most people don't have the consciousness or don't accept the consciousness to see that everything is unfolding as it should. I love it. I love it. And hopefully another solution is to listen to the Gratitude Podcast and to to learn this feeling and to get inspired, (laughs) right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, and it's a... It's a repetition game, you know, and that's why I do hope that if they want more gratitude, they continue to listen to your podcast because you don't just take one shower in your life. You bathe every day or every other day. You wash off the filth. You have to get the the germs off of yourself so that you can start fresh each day. And it's no different than when you make a list of gratitude. So something that I've been doing recently, I have to um, coin it, but we'll just call it for right now, thought cleansing. And it's before I go to bed and when I get up in the morning, I would just have a simple notepad next to me and I write down thoughts and mindsets and realities that I want to embody. Things like today it will be easy to focus on things that make me happy. Today, I will notice all of the ways that the universe is blessing me with incredible gifts or opportunities to learn. You know, just stating clearly to the mind, these are the coordinates I want you to be heading me toward. And I think the issue with the masses that are not happy, that are seeking external gratifiers 
It's because they're not taking the reins. Your mind is strong. It is a very powerful force. And if you don't grab the reins and tell it which direction to go in, it will go wild and probably jump off of a cliff if you don't direct it in the direction. But the mind's also a beautiful thing. If you do direct it, it's an incredible little soldier that will go in whatever direction it's given orders. You just have to have the, the consistency and the belief in yourself that with time, you will produce those positive mental rituals and it will get easier and easier to feel. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto protein plus, to vegan and veggie, and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, Discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay. This is, this is wonderful. And it's, it has been my experience as well. Like when I, I choose to focus on gratitude, I feel that life is amazing. And uh, when I, I have the, the gratitude muscles strong, it's much easier to, to see even when uh, when things get rough, it's much easier to see uh, the beautiful part as well because uh, my mind is focused in that direction and it's, like you said, it's really strong like that. And this uh, is also why we have to make sure that we're, we're very clear in filtering the material that is coming into us. You know, this is why I don't watch the news and I am the biggest believer that if we stopped watching the news the news would change. Mm. If we stopped watching the news, the news would go, oh, negativity no longer sells. Maybe we need to balance out the equation because I'm not naive. I know that bad things happen. Not even bad things. That's a, that's a judgment. That things happen that are painful for the human race. I know that pain exists. But there's also a lot of pleasure and and good things on this planet, things that bring such relief to the human race. And the media is not equally balancing out news about that. You might get 30, uh, 29 minutes of negativity and one minute about the fireman who saves the cat out of the tree. And when you think that there's only one good thing happening out there, your brain goes in the direction of fear and pain and worry and anxiety. And when you're in most states of mind, gratitude is the last thing that you think would be responsible to focus on. Yeah. And the thing is that we, we get to survive by, by thinking about those things or so we think, but we're not happy. And uh, 
it's it's a pity actually it's it's much better to live life with gratitude with happiness in our heart rather than to know everything that's going on especially the bad things that are going on um but i'm i'm really curious if you have some um, some practices that you do to keep yourself grateful journaling that helps a lot um there's a great book by Julia Cameron called The Artist's Way. And she talks about this thing called morning pages where you write three pages a day. You just get out of your head and, and just dump it all out on paper. And a lot of the times when I'm doing my morning pages, uh, if I don't know what to talk about or to write about, I should say, uh, I write about what I'm grateful for. And that's a practice that I do. Um, sometimes when I'm with my, the, the people that are closest to me in my life, I will ask them, what are you grateful for? And we'll go around the room and we'll talk about our gratitudes. Sometimes in the car with Mindy, I'll be like, what's, what are you grateful for today, baby? And then she'll, she'll share and then she'll ask me. So it's a process of just being, making gratitude a conscious choice and an activity, not an afterthought. Definitely, I I love this the fact that that you uh, that you uh, state this so strongly that it, this is how usually uh, people perceive gratitude. It's something that you feel when something amazing happens, and the thing is that these happen these things that are um, that make us feel so grateful don't happen each day usually. But if we choose to be grateful, we will see things that can make us that grateful each day. And this is, this is the, the wonderful thing about gratitude, in my opinion. <laughs> Have you always been grateful? No, I go through moments where I'm the opposite of grateful. I'm a whiny little punk. I uh, <laughs> complain, I, uh, I kick, I scream, I, I list out all the things that are unfair, uh, let's be clear, Sean Stevenson is not some divine being of light that is always grateful. I, I have I have seasons even, you know, not just a moment, but a season, like a period of my life where maybe it's a few months where I'm just stuck and I'm struggling to want to even uh, experience gratitude because the moment you start experiencing gratitude, you have to let go of your whining and complaining. But sometimes I don't do my self-care. I'm not aligned with my purpose. I put myself in lousy environments. And then I inevitably move away from gratitude. You know, I just came back from a conference that I was speaking at. And I attended the whole conference. And what I loved about it is that everybody pretty much everybody that I was interacting with in between the sessions, they were telling me about the things that they were working on, that they were excited about, that they had enjoyed recently. And it was just so much gratitude present in the room that it shifted my way of being so that I came home excited to continue that way of thinking. That's because when you're in the environment, you become the environment. Previous to that, maybe a few months ago, I was around a few people who were very ungrateful, very negative, very much complaining. 
And I was surrounding myself with that energy and I became that energy. You know, I do believe that no matter how much willpower you think you have, you become your environment. So if you want to feel grateful, go find people that are often grateful around you and just spend time with them. It will rub off. It will permeate into your being. Definitely. I, I couldn't agree more. And uh, on that note, who are the people in your life that you are grateful for that you would like, love to mention? Mm. I'm definitely grateful for Mindy, my wife. I am uh, grateful for one of my mentors, Joe Polish, who has taught me so much about business. I am grateful for one of my best friends, Peter. I'm grateful for uh, a gal I call my guardian angel who actually physically saved my life, uh, Jamie Del Fiero. There's just a long list. I'm grateful for my family. I am grateful for uh, my customers, people who uh, believe in my message and, and are willing to share with me their thank you notes, also known as their money. Um, I'm very grateful for the people that allow me to do what I do uh, for a living. So I'm super grateful. And deep down inside, I'm even grateful for the people that challenge me. I am grateful for the people that, that are able to irritate me and upset me. Some of those people I mentioned are capable of that as well. Um, but You know, I'm grateful for I'm grateful for my own ability to get back up when I've been knocked down. You know, uh, it might sound arrogant, and I don't mean it to be, but I'm very grateful that I'm a resilient human being. Um, I I attribute that to a very strong purpose. So I don't get back up again in life when I get knocked down because I want more for me. Um, I get back up again because I know there's more left to do. You know, every day your eyes open, God's not done with you. Uh, you could call it God, universe, energy, whatever makes you feel comfortable. But at the end of the day, if you're still breathing, there's still time for your dreams and there's still time for you to give back and do what your heart is radiating, and that's your life purpose. I love it. I love it. And I also love the fact that you mentioned something really, really important, which is being grateful for yourself as well. Like this is uh, something that few people talk about, and I think it's really important to to feel grateful and to appreciate ourselves as well. Um, so we're uh, at the end almost at, uh, of our time together. And I would love to um, ask you where our audience can find you. I know that you have a new podcast that I've listened to and that I really love. And I think it's, it's, really, um, it's really personal. I, I love the fact that you open up so much and that you share so much of your, your own struggle and your own... Um, you feel I, I feel like I know you much better from from listening to to that podcast. Can you say a few words about the podcast? Sure. So it's called the Sean Stevenson Show. Uh, very original. Uh, the Sean <laughs> Stevenson Show: How to Be 
become a lucrative speaker. So everybody has a message, whether you're an author, a podcaster, uh, just even as a parent, if you have a message that you want to share to your children, we all have to be speakers in our own arenas. And I teach people how they can take that message and if they want, be able to make it a lucrative lifestyle and get paid as a professional speaker. And I also share a lot of my own personal life. So it's a mixture. I I talk about how it's all about how to become a lucrative speaker and live a fulfilling life. So they can go to the Sean Stevenson show.com. So the Sean S E A N Stevenson S T E P H E N S O N show.com and they can subscribe. I'd love it if they subscribe to the podcast and rate some of the episodes. That would be wonderful. All right. And um, you can also find it on iTunes, I believe on, on, on Stitcher or on, on whatever podcasting app you're using. I know this is, this is quite important for, for our listeners to know that it's really easy to, to get to it and to listen to it. I've personally found it on Apple Podcasts and I've subscribed, so I definitely recommend it. Thank you so much, Sean, for, for being here with us and for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. And I am grateful you are doing this because you thank are you. making an impact on this planet. And I can only be in one place at one time. So I need lots of other people out there that are as amazing and as powerful as you doing what they love to do. So thank you for your mission. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now.